You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You're tuned in to Pen Drop Discussions. We're delivering insightful information through genuine conversations. Never miss a message that's for you. It's your host of Pin Drop Discussions, Tyler Parker, and I am very excited to be with you guys today. And you know, I know it's been a while since the last Pin Drop Discussions episode, but I am very pleased to inform you that I have been processing myself because the title of this season is Self-Truth and Identity Proving a Purposeful Transition. You know, the topics were supposed to include claustrophobia, time and detail, and being alive. And the whole concept of being alive was coming from this idea of being and you know i was like i'm gonna go deeper into being and every time i say i'm gonna like do something right i feel like god is always like pulling on my coattails he's like okay look when i want you to say something to somebody else i want you to experience it first and not only just first but it's like while you're telling them so there is no first you know i it's not like i can be like okay well, I'm done with this, so now I'm going to pass it to you. No, it's like, it's more like I'm going through this, and I'm not sure if you're going through this either, but if you are, then you're processing it with me. So it's no first in that, you know, circumstance. But if it comes before you experience it, awesome. If this comes after you experience it, I'm sorry. Hopefully this gives you a different perspective. So today is... February the 25th of 2020 and I am pleased to inform you that Intellectual Social Club has brought you this message. You know, I don't really promote my um, Intellectual Social Club as much as I should and I, I say my because it's this is my this is my baby. I haven't fully birthed it yet, but it's out there. It's in the world. I you know, I had some um, some t-shirts, some hoodies, And what I'm ultimately trying to design Intellectual Social Club to do is to become a mentoring organization where we partner um, with uh, we partner with like community centers and we just volunteer and just get out in the community because that's really where my, my heart is at. So Intellectual Social Club is a LLC. However, it is not operating right now because I am lacking the funds to get it operating the way that I want it to operate so um yeah just keep a a lookout for that because it's coming soon you know this uh career of mine has benefits so without further ado I just want to go ahead and get into um this week's topic and I had two books that I read this week one was consciousness um by Anaka Harris 
very interesting book um i read it in like one sitting it's not very long it's um 115 well i'm sorry it's 110 pages subtract the acknowledgements and it's it's a very interesting book because the idea that she goes into about consciousness kind of put me on this this tangent to where I was like I need to figure out what exactly consciousness is because the the book is not conclusive so it's more like a uh, philosophy if you will um because she never actually defines consciousness what she does is she defines everything that has defined consciousness in the past and then she kind of gives you this um, alternate perspective to where it's like okay well this is what consciousness is described as but you can see where it's not based on the research here and the argument that she presents is that you know consciousness came before literally everything else and I actually enjoyed it I wouldn't suggest this book to you know, um, anybody other than people that have probably already read um, a little bit of like Deepak Chapora. I don't even know if I pronounce his name right, but um, I definitely suggest him first before you like delve into anything uh, conscious related uh, because he does have a doctorate degree. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think she also has a degree. Um, but Deepak Chopra just like he goes further into detail with his work than Miss um, Harris did, and it's a good book. But I just wouldn't buy it. You know, you can um, get most of the information online um, from various websites. Uh, you just by googling certain questions. But it was good to have it in this format and I enjoyed the book. So I bought it for myself. But personally, if I was to recommend the book, I wouldn't recommend it. Now, if you want it for your library, absolutely. Like if you, you know, if you're into like neuroscience and cognition and uh, psychology, it's definitely a good book to have because it does present uh, a logical argument. So that's a good book. It's not one I would recommend, though that you buy it's not a necessity like some books that i recommend is like you should definitely buy this it's worth the investment you know um that i feel like everybody should read i don't feel like everybody should read this book i feel like there's a select group of people that probably should read this book that are interested in the field of you know science and psychology that's that's who i feel like should buy that book and um the second book that i read was called um freedom passive income I don't even know how to pronounce this person's name Gundy Gabrielle maybe and that book was surprisingly boring um and I say boring because I've read other books on finances and I've read other books on you know um like how to make money you know how to develop another source of income and you know, she says she's an influencer. She's, you know, written other bestsellers and she kind of tells you how to, you know, become a bestseller, how to, um, 
you know, make money from home. And I think it's a it's a really good book to have if you don't have any other books on finances. And uh, if you have any other books on finances, if you have any other information regarding how to create a passive income, then you know, you don't need this book because all it really takes is one book on passive income. Other than that, everybody else is just giving you the same information. It's just watered down. It's like maybe like one or two websites this different, but you pay like $10.99 for the website, you know, and it's... <laughs> I mean, I don't mean that you pay $10.99 for the website to access it. I mean, you're paying the author of this book $10.99 in order to get the name of this website. Because, I mean, a lot of the information is just not out there. And, you know, certain um, authors do put the website uh, references in their books or they'll put it in like their online course or like they'll... um, break the information up to where you'll you'll get the information over a period of time if you know you buy like all of their books and by that time you've probably given them uh, a lump sum of a hundred to two hundred dollars you know um i mean i'm not considering like shipping fees or any anything like that i mean i just mean like the flat rate and um yeah it's it's a decent book i again it's not a necessity the books that i do suggest though the water dancer and super brain those two books from last month that i read hands down amazing the book that i'm reading now is um well i'm reading like five books now but uh the other book that i'm reading is like the main book that i started with in 2017 it's called The Brain Defense, and it's a, a Manhattan case and uh, based on integrating cognition and science, and, excuse me, cognition, psychology, and neuroscience into the field of law. I don't know if everybody's interested in that, but um, I like it. I suggest that book to everybody because it kind of gives, it kind of opens your mind to this idea of what the brain can and cannot do and how the human functions I don't want to say apart from the brain but if the brain isn't fully functioning then it limits that human you know and and it just kind of makes me think so you know I I started this uh, question tonight on Facebook well, yes, yeah, it was actually today. This so this morning because it's like two a.m. right now, and um, I was like, "What does knowledge? How do you define knowledge?" Or actually, I just posed the question to say, "Define knowledge," and you know, people responded. They're like, "Oh, you know, you define knowledge by X, Y, and Z," and I, it, it was kind of a loaded question because I already looked the um, looked up the definition of knowledge, and the definition of knowledge is actually inconclusive because it says the fact or condition of knowing something with familiarity gained through experience or association acquaintance with or understanding of a science art or technique the fact or condition of being aware of something the range of one's information or understanding the circumstance or condition of apprehending truth or fact through reasoning cognition the fact or condition of having information or being learned 
as some of what is known the body of truth information and principles being acquired by humankind so the reason why i started with you know these books that i was reading um is because like everything that i've wanted to study in the last couple of years has been geared around the idea of the mind and what we are able to interpret and what we're able to regurgitate and what we're able to comprehend essentially and what the definition of knowledge is saying in about from webster's dictionary is that we don't fully comprehend knowledge because knowledge is something that is attainable but it is not something that it is it's not something that is definable in the sense of like my knowledge isn't different from your knowledge you know what i mean so there's a universal knowledge so in my mind when i think about you know a universal idea of knowledge or a universal concept is that knowledge existed before we even started an education system you know knowledge existed before the world knowledge I feel like knowledge and consciousness are two completely different things. Consciousness is the awareness aspect of knowledge, you know, but I feel like because there was a tree of knowledge, if you, you know, believe so in um, the Bible, I think it's also I don't don't quote me on this, but I think it's also in the Quran. I think like most religions have the same origin stories like uh the beginning of life has the the tree of life and the tree of knowledge or the tree of life or the tree of knowledge but the 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 concept is that there's this knowledge that has been in existence and in the bible i know for a fact it's like the tree is to know good and evil so you know i've been on this like rant for the last couple of years because um there's no such thing as like good and bad and there's no way to differentiate you know the difference as a human and i say as a human because i mean that we're not divine we're not able to become timeless as far as um our physical bodies are concerned and um being that we have that limitation we can't see so i can't see what's good for me 15 years down the road right now you know i can think that something is good but until i know like how everything plays out you know and even 15 years down the road what if something 20 years down the road occurs to where my thoughts at that 15 year mark were incorrect so i can never fully determine what is good nor can i fully determine what is evil i can just say what is good and evil in that moment so you know a lot of the um a lot of the people that were involved in creating religion were um, specifically intent on showing the difference in good and evil because it's like you have to be able to determine intent and we can't and you know i think that's one of the reasons why jesus was like he who is without sin to cast the first stone because you know if you really feel like you know then go ahead and do it and his point was to show how ignorant we were as a people in that moment because we were so caught up on you know being right or being in the know about something but we know actually nothing and you know as i look at it the definition of knowledge it made me 
think you know like so how can i attain more knowledge or how can i actually tap into this knowledge and you know that's what my focus is on on this book that i'm writing and you know i'm like okay you know that's that's been my focus for the last two years is trying to write this book you know i scratched it uh i started again and i was like you know i'm just not happy with how this is turning out i don't feel like um my life is in the correct position in order to release information like this because i don't feel like the information that i have right now is accurate and at least if i have some sort of scholastic um pedigree behind me that i can you know fall back on that and say hey well at least (laughs) at least i got my degree so I, i deserve some i deserve a few coins and that's just mainly for a uh a conf not a confidence boost but a it's mainly for a um a reassuring factor you know that uh i have something to fall back on and in that idea of security or providing self-security i have already committed to losing myself which is a deviation from the actual plan that you know i believe god has for me because i shouldn't be willing to just accept mediocrity because i feel like i have now amounted to the idea of the world's standards and i will never fully transform because i have lost focus and in multiple ways you can lose focus and a few that i um, wrote down was like dating finances religion family and everything outside of who i am or who you are or who you are becoming and in this idea of becoming there is the being or there is the self which is what you are created with what you're created to do your talents your strengths and your weaknesses and I've had to step back and analyze that for myself, um, especially this week, because it's been challenging. And the last couple of months have been extremely challenging. And ever since I started this season, you know, when I was like, okay, uh, I feel like this is what the title of this season should be. It has been a challenge every single step of the way. And every time I step away from doing this, when I say I'm going to do it, like, cause I, I feel like I say I'm going to do it every weekend and I'm like, I'm going to release the episodes on Monday and something comes up. And the reason why something comes up is because it's allowing me to see that I have not fully allowed myself to go through the transition to transform because it takes a lot to actually realize your weaknesses It doesn't take much to realize your strengths. It takes a lot to realize your weaknesses and then to fully allow transformation requires submission, which is what I've been working on um, unbeknownst to myself. Some people might ask, like, how can you work on something unbeknownst to yourself when you should know everything that's going on with you? But my spirit reacts differently to my mind and my spirit requires things that um my mind blocks and you know sometimes i'll just go through something and then my mind will catch it later and i'll be like oh snap (laughs) that's what was happening there and uh i just you know thank god for um my spirit 
And uh, I just thank God for being able to differentiate the difference between going through a mental breakdown and a, a spiritual reconfiguration. Because, you know, there's certain times when I feel like I'm depressed and I'm down and I'm beat up. But what's really happening is God is like really just working on my spirit. And, um, you know, sometimes you, you, you do have to get fine tuned in order to, I don't want to say redefine yourself, um, but I do mean find yourself. And, you know, it takes a lot to continuously have to find yourself on this path of life on this journey of life and it's like you know i keep venturing off and i i figured out why i ventured off and um i ventured off because i was you know obsessed with this idea of of love and obsessed with this idea of being accepted and you know those two things working together have made me want have made me desire to chase social influence harder than I need to. And, you know, it's kind of like trying to find the remote when, um, when you lose it, you know, it's like, if you don't look for it, you'll find it. But as soon as you go to look for it, you know, it's, it's like, you can't find it. It's somewhere that it just shouldn't be. You question every single person that's come to your house. Like, you know what my remote is? And I say the remote because, there's no reason for you to take a remote outside of your house. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, program somebody else's TV down the street with this remote. You know, anything else, you you know, you can't take, you know, with you. And um, sometimes, oh, a lot of times on this on this journey that I that I've um, the truth that I've encountered is that most of the times the things that I need to have or the answers that I need are already within myself so I start to look for these answers on the outside when I should be questioning you know things that are going on on the inside and um you know this is just a little bit of encouragement for people who may or may not be going through some of the same things um don't look for answers outside of yourself that specifically have to deal with you you know in your transformation and you staying focused on what you know god is calling you to do or you know trying to highlight your talents and some people might not believe in god and that's that's quite all right you know if you um say that you know the creator of the universe or you identify God as the universe or you just identify higher power or you don't identify higher power you know that's completely up to you that's your walk um but just for myself acknowledging that I understand that God does exist because there's there's nowhere else that knowledge could come from understanding that fact alone is like it's crazy you know like you have to be given knowledge you can't just walk into it you know there's no situation that'll ever prepare you for knowledge or consciousness or anything that has to deal with things that are eternal you know things that exist before and after the universe i mean where where else could it come from you know um 
there's no amount of information that's ever final there's always another detail there's always you know something that could overturn this piece of evidence that you have whether it be something um internal external tangible or intangible there's some piece of evidence that's going to overturn what you know you know so there's never a point to which you can stop knowing things and there's never a point to where you can start knowing things you know there's no beginning and end to knowledge which is you know uh simply amazing to me and um yeah so i just push you to uh go forward and you know try to figure out this knowledge conundrum figure out where knowledge comes from you know somebody tell me um because i'm definitely gonna be uh investigating it myself and uh you know i hope to be back giving you another episode next week but you know we'll see we're taking it one day at a time and this has been an episode of pin drop discussions i'm your host tyler parker and hopefully you guys got something out of this tune in next time love control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.